I'm having a goddamn blast on tour with this Big Mouth and a Small Town tour. So I've added some dates and wanted to let you know where I'm headed next. Uh, yeah, March 14th, I will be in Lakeside, Arizona. And then the 15th and 16th, I'm finally coming to Tucson. So if you're in Tucson, I'm coming to Laughs Comedy Cafe. Get your tickets. We're going to have a good time. My good friend Noah Koffer will be featuring at those shows. He'll also be with me the following weekend when I come to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Dr. Grins, I cannot wait to see you guys again. Those are always some of my favorite shows, and I'm sure this year will be no exception. And then I am headed up to my home state of Alaska for the Alaska Before You Die Fest. Anchorage, you better not fucking sit on these tickets. They're going fast. There's a few left. Uh, April 5th, I will be doing shows at the Gumbo House. It's downtown. I'm doing an early and a late show, one night only. It's an intimate venue, so tickets are limited. It's going to be out of control. If you've come to my show at Coots before, you know how fun they are. This venue is so much better for comedy. I can't even explain it. Just get fucking tickets. These shows are going to be wild. And then on the 6th, I'm headed down to Homer. Homer, Alaska. I am coming, performing there for the first time. Alice's Champagne Palace. And then on the 7th, I will be in Seward, Alaska. So Anchorage, Homer, Seward. We're having a goddamn good time. I'm going to come kill at all those shows because I'm a fucking Alaskan assassin. Am I sorry I said that? I don't know. Listen. Dayton, Kentucky, 12th of April. If you are in the Cincinnati-ish area, Dayton, Ohio, Dayton, Kentucky, this is your chance to see me at a really cool new venue called the Commonwealth Sanctuary. And then I am headed to Portland, May 3rd. I'm headlining the Rip City Comedy Festival. I will be at McMenamin's Mission Theater. You guys, this is a cool theater. We want it to be packed out because, of course I want it to be packed out, but also like, Let's have a goddamn good time in this nice, beautiful theater. So come to that. It's going to be a hell of a time. I can't wait to come back to Portland. And then Wisconsin. I'm headed back your way. But this time I'm coming to Janesville, May 17th and 18th. Green Bay on the 19th. And then what up, Florida? St. Pete, Tampa. I'm coming your way. Uh, Tampa, I will be there June 2nd. And St. Pete, um, they're ahead of that, uh, May 31st. Tampa, I'm at Side Splitters. And if you go to the links in all of my bios or go to their website to get tickets, for a limited time, you can use the code JMS and get $5 off tickets. And wherever you are, I'm trying to get people to buy tickets early instead of waiting to the last minute and making me panic so that if it is going to sell out, it sells out faster so that I know that, the club knows that, maybe we can add a second show. Just FYI, that helps every artist that you're a fan of. So if you can ever buy ASAP, go ahead and do that. Uh, So that's your incentive to buy early in Tampa. And uh, uh, I'll be adding more dates soon. If you did not hear your town, but you want me to come there, head over to my Instagram, instagram.com slash jmscomedy or just at jmscomedy if you're using the app like most of us. Uh, click the link in my bio, join my email list. That lets me know where you guys are so I know what areas want to come see me. Uh, so do that. I can't wait to get to more cities. I'm having so much fucking fun on the road. You guys have been amazing. People have been buying merch. These audiences have been out of control, good, just electric, laughing, having a blast. And I know all these upcoming shows are going to be no exception. So I will see you there jmscomedy.com slash shows to get your tickets. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're going to have a fucking good time either way. So thanks for listening to this little promo. Enjoy this episode. Ta-ta, idiots. 
What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. What kind of ignorant shit is that? At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. You idiot, you fool! Hey, dummy! This is the Ignorance is Blessed podcast. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Hey idiots, welcome back to Ignorance is Blessed, the podcast that attempts to overcome ignorance mostly by asking ignorant questions. I'm Jessica Michelle Singleton. You can call me JMS. You can call me whatever you want. I can't hear you. I'm your host. I'm a comedian and I'm ignorant. I don't know a fucking thing. And that's why we're here. If you're new to the podcast, please go hit that subscribe button. Give it a rating, a review. It helps other people find the podcast. I love reading your reviews. It helps me. I would love to get more. I would love for this to keep growing as it has been. Thank you to everyone who has been here the whole time. Thank you to the new subscribers and reviewers. Shout out to my best idiots forever, Gene and Kathy over on Patreon. That's my top level of patrons. Patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. You can join for as little as a dollar a month and get bonus content. Get most of the podcasts re- released early, uncut. And uh, more. More as you go up the, the old pipeline. If you want to see me live this week... I am in Europe. Wednesday, I will be in Bern, Switzerland. And Thursday, you can see me in Zurich. That'll be a lot of fun. I've done that city before. That show's always a good time. Head over to Zurich if you're in Europe. You can come Thursday. It's a quick flight from wherever you are. Probably not too expensive, I've noticed. Luzerne, Switzerland on the 24th. Zug. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But Saturday, I'm in Zug, Zug, Z-U-G. And then Basel on Sunday the 26th. And then popping over to Paris to do a spot at Pan Am Art Cafe on the 28th, which is next Tuesday. I will remind you on the next podcast if I remember. But enough about where I'm going to be. Let's dive in. This week's guest is Ryan Connor, an incredible comedian with an incredible life, family dynamic. He has 11 brothers and they range in backgrounds from Vietnamese, Chinese, black, white. What a household. In his words, his family portrait looks like a college brochure. Um, which politician helped save his brother from getting uh, inappropriately deported. More about all that. And just growing up in a household like that, how that happens, how that shapes you. It was a great podcast. I'm not going to waste any more time. His album was just re-released. Go check that out. And enjoy Ryan Connor. Roll with it. We can have fun. Oh, we're going. Oops. Hey, idiots. <laughs> wow. I've been doing this for how long? And I still go like, it's working. Um, you guys, I'm here with Ryan Connor. Amazing, funny comedian. Great dude. I'm building you up. Thanks for joining uh, me. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so fuck, when did we met like years ago at probably, was it a festival? No, it was probably like right when I moved to LA. Okay. I've been here for, well, I've been here for seven years. So it was probably, it was within that first year. Yeah. 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 I don't I'm not really a festival guy. I've only done two festivals It must have been a show then. Okay. Yeah. I can't place everybody. I guess I've done more than that, but not a lot of festivals. Yeah. Well, I just remember from like first seeing you, you're, which is what we're going to dive into, but like, um, 
your jokes about your family mm. are so, I don't know if this has been like beaten to death on your end. If everyone's like, you got to tell me about this. Uh, no, not usually. Uh, like industry people want to hear about it. Mo- oh. Most comics don't ask about it. That's so funny. You're, you're so industry. I'm I'm so industry. I feel like that's such an industry thing too to be like, oh, diversity. How oh can we pluck God. that apart? Let's exploit it as much as we can. Yeah, yeah. And you're the white guy. Perfect. Crazy. Yeah. You should write a sitcom called Black Dad. And they're like, mm-hmm. what? I don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I don't. I have so. But many yeah, thoughts. no. I don't think I've ever been like. No, I don't think I've ever really talked about it on a podcast. Wow. No, I think yeah, I don't. Okay, well, let's fill people in a little bit. All right. How, tell, let, tell me about like your family dynamic, like brothers, sisters, all parents. Right. So I have 11 brothers. Yes. Also, it's all made up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be, I had that thought of like, what if this is just like a that bit be? that he has? And it's like. Dude, a- anytime I talk about it on stage, though, like if it's like for like a, you know, on the road or whatever. People always ask. Every show, at least one person will say, is that, is that stuff true? Like, what, what kind of psychopath what? would make up an entire, like, origin story? Yeah, but probably somebody. To, like, to God. what end? What's What would be the point of that? Like, where would you start? <laughs> where How would you start to get into that? And at what point would you, wouldn't you decide, hey, on, this has gone too far? Or, how like, do you keep up the lie? Yeah. And you have to name all of those siblings? So absurd. Yeah, that I, I would make it up. <laughs> well, I mean, people ask me that about small petty stuff, and it's but it's crazy to me that something yeah. as big as such a specific Yeah. Family, you're like, yeah, no, if I was gonna make it up, I'd probably be more vague. Yeah. Any, any I don't know, but who would do that? Exactly. And anytime like comics make shit up for stage. It's just a slant on something that actually happened. Yeah, it's or, like maybe or some a heightened... fever dream. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. For yeah. real. Yeah, yeah. It is. There have been one or two instances where I've met people who, and it's never been like hugely successful comedians, but like I'll find out the bits are like, oh, I just made that up, and it's like, are you lying to me because you're embarrassed that it's true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are you insane? Yeah. <laughs> the the one that I think I mean I think it's one of the greatest jokes ever. Um, I was so surprised that it was made up was uh, Gary Goldman's um, uh, thing about the documentary. He of- was never depressed. No, <laughs> <laughs> not that one. The documentary about the uh, al- uh, state abbreviations. Do you know that bit? Uh, no. He did it on Conan. It's one of the greatest jokes ever. Wow. It, it's a, it's about a Netflix documentary about how the state abbreviation names came about. He made up the documentary? Yeah, and it, it's the funny... He has characters in it and stuff. It's the funniest thing ever. It's so funny. And then I don't remember if, if I... I think I asked him after. I was like, dude, I can't find this documentary or something. He's like, nah, I made it up. Uh-huh. He, like it was a joke he crafted for like ten years or something so like that. So just like he had an idea of wouldn't it be funny if, and yeah. then he just it, presents it. It as, was multiple ideas. Like it was like how funny, like what would it have been like coming up with these state, like the idea that there was some sort of a consortium yeah. to figure out what they would be, and then it's like, well, how would we have the in on that? There's a documentary. And then, like, what would that what would that documentary have to be to be compelling? I mean, Gary, that that's I'm, I mean, that's, that's conjecture from me. The the last couple parts, but of I, course, but uh, that's just. It like sounds a, like that's how we arrived at it. It's incredible. A, that's joke. fascinating. When I I mean, just from a purely joke writing 
perspective. Like I can super appreciate the creativity of someone going. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like that is almost, uh, not that specifically, but the sort of premise generation of what would happen if fucking this was a thing, but then to take it to making it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my biggest pet peeves in comedy. Oh, the what ifs. It's like just, just write for an animated show. All right. That's, that's just, wouldn't it it be crazy? And it's like, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, it would. It really would. Yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm of the same way. And well, that's why like your stuff stuck out to me is I I like hearing things where it's like someone's personal life or like personal experience, even mm-hmm. if it's just like cuz I love dirty material. I'm a pretty dirty comedian, but like when you hear a story that's like someone's like legit embarrassing, like, "Oh my god." But just I think it's so easy to look at anyone and try to assume like yeah yeah what what's going on in my head right now just the fact that the dirty comedian and the embarrassing thing it just triggered a memory of mine oh wait you have to tell everyone now yes tell us it was so it was a joke i so i recently was just asked like what was like an, an embarrassing um moment I couldn't come up with it. I don't really get embarrassed. You've just never been embarrassed. Like I mean, I've done. I mean, I do things all the time. I think it would be embarrassing to other people, but I don't care. I think that's half of being a comedian is just <laughs> yeah. having, like not caring as much. And I just remembered that I I did this joke for a lot. I mean, I still like the joke, but I I don't know. I just don't do a lot of like dirt. I I do like dirty subject material, but then like not necessarily like too graphic. But the story was a. Uh, um, well, okay. <laughs> Hold on, let me see if I can remember the way I worded it. Um, oh, fuck. I can't remember how I worded it. It's a funny joke. It was just the idea of like coming on someone's face. And I was like, I did it one time and it changed my life because I, I came on my own face. And That's it was, so... And it was like... And I describe how it landed on my lips. Oh, no. And then my description of the amount was like, it was enough to drown seven or eight ants. <laughs> and and uh, I just realized that that didn't embarrass me. Yeah. Telling that to rooms full of strangers. I mean, it's it's fascinating how many people with my stuff have been like, you're so vulnerable. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm just missing a part of my brain. Right, that, right, right, like, right. Because I'm like, yeah, I guess. I don't go up there and go... I'm gonna tell this story again. You know, right? It's just these are things. It's just that it just happened. Who gives a shit? Yeah. I guess now, why? Who would care about? The, like, I, why would you put any weight in the past? That's the true. I, I will yeah. say the ones that I guess would be the most embarrassing. Like, I have one bit that's very dirty, and it's based on a true story, and it's very embarrassing. Uh, I mean, the gist of it is that in bed, a man called me a filthy pig. Um, <laughs> And it took me two years to ever talk about it on stage. And then one night at, in, at the comedy pig. store, I just started riffing about it. I'm like, why have I not made this a bit? A filthy Because I kind of was just like, I tucked it away as like, well, that was weird. Yeah. That yeah, sucked. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then now it's become this whole big bit. So I guess maybe I don't even realize how much I'm just tragedy plus timing my own sexual. Yeah. I don't even call pig. them trauma. I just, it's just like blunders. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. Whoa, whoops. <laughs> what would be worse? The filthy pig or... Uh, a girl and I, I, I. This isn't a joke of mine, but a girl told me to insult her. And I, 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 you're such yeah. a nice. Was that awkward? Because you're such a nice, like, yeah. seemed like a nice dude. So here's what I here's what I said, and th- this is in the joke, by <laughs> the way. Uh, she was an economist, so we're having sex, and I said, "You didn't see the housing bubble coming, you dumbass." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking over. 
that's she's like okay that's yeah it was like it was like all right let's just don't talk we'll just not talk that's so (laughs) funny well and that's that plays into the premise that that joke is based around that if you're Mm -hmm. a woman who likes degrading dirty talk Mm -hmm. and you have sex with men you've got to be specific yeah you got look men aren't going to get creative with their dick in something uh, yeah right right paint by numbers yeah just like and that's give them a list you know here are the key phrases and don't you stray from that i was like i think any guy will do whatever yeah. We're all up for whatever. It's like, yeah, just tell me what you want, but like you have to tell them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or else it's going to get weird. Yeah. They're just <laughs> left to their own devices. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, yeah, you it, didn't see that housing bubble. <laughs> yeah. That's so beautiful. I mean, it felt like an insult. She had like, a PhD in it. You're like, I got her. And she's like, okay, this actually like tore not, up my character. Yeah, it's like not like a... You know, yeah. uh, an intellectual insult, please. Yeah, no, I, I just wanted to be called like a, <laughs> call, yeah, a call, slut. Like, call me a whore. Yeah, <laughs> all day. Yeah. But don't insult my living. Yeah, and it's like I can call my, jokingly call my friends a whore. Yeah. I can't call you a whore yeah, right I'm now. Yeah, I'm having, I don't have money to pay yeah. you. Yeah, and like, yeah, you got to tell me explicitly it's okay for yeah. you to call me a whore. I want you to call me this. You need clear I'll consent. Go, Are you sure you aren't <laughs> going to take this personally? We're not going to be having breakfast, and you go, You don't really think I'm a whore, yeah. do you? Right, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> That's, uh, it's. So about my mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's get into Okay, so first of all, 11 brothers. 11, right. How does this happen? So, parents got divorced when I was two. Yeah. Uh, mom and stepdad started dating uh, soon after. It's probably three or four. She just was ready to get out there, find new love. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, as was my dad. It was, uh, I think they both probably hung on to the marriage longer than they should because of kids. A little too long, they tried, yeah. So. I uh, brush divorce under the, (laughs) yeah, yeah, move along. We've all been divorced uh, or whatever. Yeah, I've got a a couple of them, I understand. (laughs) You want to get to the next thing. Um, uh, Because the thing with divorce, like with a breakup, it can take a while. Yeah. Because you, like if you got a long-term relationship and you break up, you break up. When you decide you should break up. Yeah. You get a divorce years after you wanted a divorce. Yeah. It's this ongoing. Yeah. Ugh. So once it happens, you're like, yeah, no, no, you don't understand. That's way behind me. Yeah. You're like, I recovered from this years ago. Yeah. Unless you got blindsided or something. You're just uh, like, yeah, fuck. Yeah, uh, let's I'm free. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So, so, all right. So they start dating. Uh, next. So then, oh yeah. My stepdad had two kids. Okay. Uh, who my stepbrothers, Alan and Brent. Okay. I have my biological brother's name is Brent also. And the, oh. Brent, the two Brents are the same age. Wow. And my black brother's name is Brent White. So What? Okay, so your stepdad's yeah, last name is White. White, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Brent White. Brent White, White Brent. And they're the same age. Hilarious. And was it just you and one biological brother at yeah, this point? Yeah, me and one biological brother. Okay. Then Alan and Brent. But we didn't live together until high school. Okay. Because So my parents, my mom and stepdad didn't get married until I was in seventh grade. Okay. So oh, just... when I say high school, when he was in high school, I was in yeah, seventh yeah. grade. Okay. So they, they, they were dating that time. Um, didn't get married for a long time. Sinners. Um, no, it, <laughs> no, it's actually a, a lovely story. Aww. So you hear it? So yes. So dating for years, six, six, seven years, and I assume they were going to get married anytime. My stepdad got laid off. We lived in a small town. Aww. He got laid off, and uh, this was like in Southern Virginia, and he, it's like I 
have to move to DC for a, a better job so I can support my kids because yeah. his kids were living with their mother at the time. Yeah. And he also wanted to be closer to his kids who were in Richmond, which is only an hour and a half from yeah, DC. Yeah. So my mom was like, you know, we'll move with you. And my stepdad was like, I, I can't tear you away from your family because your whole and She's whole like, ah, who done. cares? <laughs> Practically. <laughs> well, but my stepdad just felt too guilty. He was like, I, I just can't do that to you. And then they just had to not talk at all because they were so in love with each other that they but they couldn't be together so it was like so devastating yeah so they couldn't talk and then it got to the point where my uh my mom my mom said she'd finally got to the point where she wasn't just thinking about him every day like two years right wow and then i remember the call comes i answered the phone one night right before we ate dinner and it was alan Uh and he's like he's like hi you know we talked for a second he said is debbie there nick you son of a bitch and i turned i turned around i was like mom alan's on the phone she's like what Oh, God. And she's like, I'm just yeah. starting to be okay. And she talks to him. And then uh, 20 minutes later, she's like, I'm going to D.C. this weekend to see Alan. So you'll be with your grandparents. And uh, and uh, she comes back two days later. And she's, we're engaged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah, they he, were so in love. Yeah, yeah. He proposed like right when she got there. Uh, like he knew that he fucked up probably. And was like, yeah. I shouldn't have let you almost get away. It was incredible. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to cry. It's so <laughs> cute. Yeah. Can you imagine not seeing someone for a couple of years and proposing to them as soon as you see them? I mean, it's a beautiful story. It's, yeah. It's also, also ballsy. Yeah. Because it's like, she could have been like, are you out of your fucking mind, Alan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. is wrong with you? Right. So so uh, then, you know, they got married just a few months later. We moved to D.C. Wow. But by this point, I already had two other brothers. Oh, from where? So my half-brother, Jasper. Okay, because your dad also. Yeah. Yes. So he was born when I, I was six or seven when he was born. Okay. Um, and, then, um, and then my oldest adopted brother, Oak, from Vietnam. Oat? Oak? Oak. Oh, it's, it, well, it, it, there's no there's no way to really pronounce it in okay. English. There's no English phonetics. Oh, okay. It's spelled U-T, and it's a Cambodian name. Oh, but it's like oak. Yeah. In Vietnam, they say oot, but oh, okay. in Cambodia, it's pronounced oak. Okay. It's like between a T and a K. So and, we say oak, and it's, do, do you see, it's not a oak. T or a K. We yeah, say, it's just oak. sort of like a sound. Oak. Yeah. Hey, oak. And yeah. you just kind of stop. You, you get wow. to the consonant, and then you stop. And he's, and he's, that's his name. He still oh, goes by that. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. what a pain in the ass he must go through with explaining to Pe- people. Just call him Ut Oak Oat. People just call him whatever. And he responds to it. And he's like, yeah, fine. Yeah. The fa- the family knows it. That's all that matters. And he's yeah. older than you. Yeah. He's uh 45. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I just turned 39. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So there was two, a half brother yeah. and then an adopted brother from your dad's new mm-hmm. situation. So then my mom and stepdad get married, and we all move to D.C. Um, and then, you know, we're all together in the house. And then within two years, I have two more brothers. Hello. Yeah. Not so, wasting any time. No, no. So first is uh, my brother Dong, which is, it's his last name, Sun Tao Dong. He's Chinese. Oh, okay, so this is adopted. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, yeah, and they I'm got there. right to that paperwork. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's been I mean, two how, years. If, I he, wanna... if he wasn't, how amazing that'd be if they had an American kid named him Dong. I mean, bold. <laughs> Good God! If your name was Dong Connor, can you imagine trying to do comedy? And you're like, listen, I know. Can we get to the topics I want to talk about? I didn't make it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I'd be one of those comics who gets on stage and goes, uh, my name is Dong. I don't look like a Dong. A yeah. Dong looks like... Oh, yeah. oh man, we've heard, we've heard it. We've heard it, I mean, my God. You do have to address it, though. I mean, if, if, you're, your if Dong is your... you got to say something. That's why you go by the middle name or your mom's maiden name, that kind of shit. Have some shame. I've There were people, when I was doing open mics really early on, there was a couple people who had f- like fake names just for mm-hmm. those types of jokes. And I'm like... That's bananas. You're just your last. You've just made up a fake last name, yeah, so you could yeah. go. Isn't this crazy? Yeah, That's I've had so people crazy. ask if my last name was the stage name because my last name's be, Singleton. And why would that like, be a? Well, that's what I think too. And they're like, well, you know, because like you're so alone. And and I was like, holy fuck! They baked an insult into that. Yeah, question? I, but they were. It was like a genuine, and I was like, no, no. Like they thought it was just like. I thought the, it was like a John Singleton thing, like your John Singleton's adopted oh, daughter or something. I, by the way, told people that in high school. And Hilarious. they believed me. And I was like, what? no. Hilarious. Like, fucking, my real dad's name was John. But like, I just. For fuck's and sake. And then someone thought that I was like, I'm just going to commit to being this like, <laughs> I can't date anyone for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh my God. And then you go by Jessica coupled up later. Yeah. Jessica married. Oh my Jessica god. Jessica divorcee. Oh my god. Like, Jesus. What a fucking weird insult. I know. Because you're so single, right? And I'm like, huh? oh, this hurts in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, well, that's brutal. It's a slave name. Uh, um, the the only good made up name I've ever heard. This dude, uh, I was like, I was pretty new, and um, doing the show in Baltimore. This guy, he's a Richmond-based comic. And you go there, there's a marquee at this place. It was, it was like it was called Jillian's. It was like Dave okay. and Buster's. Oh, but fun. they had a performance room. It was the worst crowds you could imagine. It's just hell, people idiots. escaping their kids. Fucking like, idiots. Uh, All right, and uh, I, my name's under his name on the marquee. His name is Odyssey Michaels, and I'm just thinking. Whoa. I can't call you. I can't call you Odyssey. This is a friend of mine now, by the way. <laughs> I, I'm like I, th- I can't call someone Odyssey. <laughs> so I, I start talking. I start talking. I was like, "So what's your?" I just go, "What's your real name, man?" I, like even if somebody tells me to call them something that's a nickname, you're like, yeah, "But who are I, you?" Usually, I just say, "What does what your mother call you?" Yeah. I'm not. I'm not doing this game. I'm not. All right. No. I'm not calling you Flip or some shit. Flip. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he goes, uh, he's like, uh, "My real name is Michael Jackson." I was like, "All right, fine. That's you can use, use whatever you want as a stage name. God. Call call yourself anything you want to call yourself." Yeah, because I mean, there are instances like that. Uh, there's a comedian, Tom Takar, mm-hmm. who used to be his name's Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And I'm yeah. like, "That's yeah. What do you do? You can be on the thousandth Google page. That's your peak. Yeah. If your name is Tom Brady. Ever. Yeah. I met a girl at an open mic when I was starting who." Her name was Lori Kilmartin, and she was not Lori Kilmartin. And I was oh like, no! And I was like, "You have to not do that." What a rare name too to yeah. have the same name as. I she was kind of I don't know I think that because she literally was like, "Well, you know, maybe someone will book me by mistake, and then I'll get." And I was like, "That's insane." Well, that's not going to pay off. Yeah, it's <laughs> like that's going to hurt you very bad. Yeah. They're not going to be like yeah. Lori, the the Lori Kilmartin yeah. duped us and yeah. sent this. Like, yeah. no, they're going to be like, not, "What the fuck is it's wrong?" Not a long term. Yeah, it's. I think she. I think I've yeah. seen her pop up on social media going by like Lori Marie or something now, and I'm like, okay, well, okay, that's that's a little better. Figured it out, I guess. I I, I think it's uh, it's. Hard. I don't know. It, 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 if I don't have like a TV show pop in the next couple of years, I'm changing my name to OJ Simpson, That'd just be to it. see. 
I mean, fuck it. Who cares? Do you know if so? There's a porn star with your name. Oh I, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure you you obviously know that you have. She a and I are in him. contact, actually. Yeah. Is that her real name? No, her real name is my mom's name. Believe it or not. That's fucking hilarious. Isn't that disturbing? That's horrifying. Different last name, but yeah, I, yeah. when I found out her when I found out her first name is actually Debbie, I was like. Oh, this, this, I mean, this couldn't be worse in any way. Like, this is my living nightmare. Yeah, because people are always like, you ever, like, you know, jerk off to her? I'm like, no, I, I can't because she has my, first, I'm, I mean, look, not my type, one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, like, she has my name and her real name is my mother's name? No. Like, I know, we've had, like, a conversation with her. I can't. It's, like, a very yeah. weird, you yeah. have a type? No, I don't have a type. Okay, I was like, I wonder how your family dynamic plays into you having a type. No, no, I, I don't understand the whole type thing. Me neither. I, I, if you lined up everyone I've ever like had a crush on or anything, it makes yeah. no sense visually. It, se- it seems like if you have a type, you have a fetish. Although yeah. I will say I seem to date more Jewish men than anyone else, but it could just be proximity. Yeah. Living for, in Los Angeles. For a while, I noticed everyone I would like match with on dating sites uh, would have a... Uh, um, Masters in social work. That's so. You're, my type is people who want to fix people. Yeah, <laughs> people yeah, who yeah. care. That and uh, lawyers who work for monstrous causes. That's <laughs> incredible. Oh my god. I mean, everyone else I know is like, I just keep matching with actresses. You know. I don't oh know. yeah. I, at least I didn't get that. Good God. I mean. Yeah, that's a, that sounds like a nightmare. A to be honest. Masters in social work. They're like, I want to come in and examine your family, and you're like, it's a little late. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're fine. Yeah. Wait, so there was Dong. All right, yeah. So so Dong comes in. So he uh, he was one of the people who you, like, every now and then you hear people get smuggled in on boats. Oh. He was one of those people who was in this boat. I forgot how many people he told me, but like 50 to 75 people in this little boat. They flew to, I want to say Guatemala, some Central American country Whoa. from China. And then they get put on this boat that's made for like 10 people. They're under under, you know under the surface for a few days as they make their way up to uh, the U.S. They got intercepted off um, off of New Orleans somewhere. Oh, my God. By, it was either Coast Guard or Port Authority, one of the Shit. two. Uh, instead of doing an instant de- deportation order, uh, whoever's the commanding officer had a heart, calls Catholic Charities, which is who my parents worked with. Wow. We housed three of them for a little while. And okay. then Dong stayed, and two my two of the uh, guys, uh, one one Foster. whom we still stay in touch with. Yeah. yeah, they 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 found other homes. Dong had this crazy uh, immigration story. Um, yeah, uh, he. Um, I mean, the, the short of it is so he came in ninety four in two thousand eight. Yeah. 2008, at this point, he had a green card and all that stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, No, he didn't have a green card. I'm sorry. He had an H-1B visa, and he, he was approved for a green card. Okay. And um, and he had multiple, like, he couldn't get, he couldn't get college, like, bachelor degrees, but he had multiple, like, every professional degree like you could get for certifications. It was all, like, networking stuff, like all the Cisco certifications and stuff like okay. that. Okay. But be, because of his immigration status, he couldn't go to he couldn't go to a regular four year school. That sucks. Or, or yeah, because like our family, it's not like our parents could just pay for our. Well, know, no. we all did college loans and stuff, you know. I mean, that many kids. That's so fucking. Yeah. So, so uh, immigration just picks him up one morning, what? and they're like, "You're you're deported. You're gone." And he's what? like, "I have my H one B stuff here." They're like, 
uh, we have this order from 94. They pick him up. It's this long oh thing. God. He's held for, uh, he, he ended up being held for a few weeks. Um, our family's scrambling. Luckily, being from D.C. and performing in D.C., I knew a lot of people in politics. Got a lot of help. The yeah. people who came through in the end were Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden. Like legit? Into, legit, like them, yes. Them specifically. Yeah, they they got um, Benny Thompson, fuck. who was the uh, chair of the, uh, or he's, he was at least the Democratic counterpart of the, uh, whichever subcommittee in the House that That's oversaw immigration, right? Fuck. So the three of them got him out, and they were like, yeah, this is a an old expired order and they were trying to deport him um it kept getting held up um for, first the lawyer kept getting stays whoa um, the lawyer kept getting these stays and also china luckily because the olympics were coming up um yeah. this is right before the olympics they weren't repatriating people because of their human rights record they didn't want light to be drawn onto that because people would, would always be sentenced to three years in these re-education camps which are coal mines and most people oh. would die by the end of that time so our, our family's just panicked about this. And then it, it finally finally comes through with the help of them. We Like we contact I mean, so many people in Congress. Thank God for and, it. And, the, the crazy and that's just th- the thing that like the immigration was like doing. That they're just like. Yeah, it, it, it was a paperwork error. Oh, it was just that's like a what they said. It was a paperwork error. The you whole, don't think they were like going through and like just fucking people over? No, no. It was a paperwork. It was a paperwork error. They said, oh, shit. We did. We missed that. And he's a U.S. citizen now. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah, it was a paperwork error. The only people who stepped up. We talked to so many. Uh, like we talked to our own reps. Uh, we all, we, you know, some of us live in different states. We all called our own reps, and we called our senators. Everyone. No one would help. I fucking yelled at a congressman one time. I mean, yeah. And uh, Fuck them. Yeah, the uh, White House. This was the Bush White House. Uh, wanted out. A friend of mine was a speechwriter for, sure. um, for Bush. Whoa, and he, that's crazy. Yeah, and he, he like, we met, like, just for me doing shows, and he was a, he's a big comedy fan. He would come out, and he and I oh, talk when I go to D.C. He's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, he seems like he's, I mean, yeah. I know people hate for me to say that, but, like, uh, the speechwriter or Bush? The speechwriter. Oh, I was oh, like, I mean. I was like, I didn't agree. I think his politics yeah. were terrible. Yeah, I think yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that he definitely won on the who do you want to have a beer with thing. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the same thing. I think I, I think Bush is probably a very nice guy. Yeah, who just, I was like, yeah, if you had just never got I don't into like politics, his politics, I would never think yeah. that you were a piece of shit. Yeah, and, and by all accounts, especially from my friend John, who's the speechwriter, like, he's a great guy. But yeah, yeah so John um, called, uh, he, he was like, I want to put this on the president's desk, but I have to go through the Office of Legal Counsel just to make sure this is, isn't going to be some sort of an ethics thing. OLC said yeah, that actually is an ethics thing. So he said, well, the person in Congress who always takes this stuff on is Hillary Clinton. Call it. Call crazy. Hillary. Call so, Hillary. So we had no in at Hillary's office. No. My mom, I tell, I, I knew someone in Biden's office. So I call Biden's office. My mom calls Hillary's office. Both of them are just like, yes, immediately. And immediately. This is, this is during the 2008 campaign. They're both on it. The chief of staff of Biden's office. Oh, you're like, is, oh yeah. I'm talking to them like once or twice a day. They're just it's probably the best time to get immigration questions because like this is going to help if this gets out. <laughs> and then, but then, and then neither one, neither one of them talked about they it. They, they could have easily, it, they could have yeah. easily talked about it. They could have milked so it. That's so great to hear that they just they could have milked it. They did without not, hesitation or mm-hmm. like absolutely. It Instantly. really it does speak miles to I think you know 
who ends up rising to that level in politicians is that like well maybe there's a reason that they got to where they are it's a very good point um i mean politics gives me a fucking headache yeah 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 fucking god so yeah they saved dong they saved a hashtag save dong save dong and uh and then fong okay swear to god i swear to god so fong's vietnamese okay so they're not related not really. Dong's Chinese. Okay. Dong's Chinese. Chinese Vietnamese. There's Fong's two. first name. Dong's the last name. Sun Tao Dong. Fong Tran. Okay. So Fong, Fong Tran, such a Vietnamese name. Oh yeah, yeah. It's as Vietnamese as it gets. Yeah. So then the next the next year, do you know why like most Vietnamese people are named Tran or Nguyen? I. No. There, there were two families. Uh, there were like two. They're just elite families, ruling families, and people just chose. At one point. Or, oh, you're are just Are you like, with the trans or the wins? And you just pick. Oh, that's so. Yeah, that's why. Who it, are the hoes? <laughs> fuck, I don't know who the hoes are and the lambs. Lamb yeah. is another big one. Um, yeah, I had a kid named Jimmy Ho in my. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, of course, that poor man. Just the. It's not oh, a good one. It's not oh, a good one. Fucking middle school. Woof. Rough. That's probably even rough in Vietnam. Oh, They'd be I like, know. well, you know what that means in English? Yeah, <laughs> right. And like, oh, no. <laughs> Wait, so you had Vietnamese? Two Vietnamese, one Chinese. On, but are the Vietnamese adopted in different families? Like yeah, your yeah, dad's yeah, yeah. family? No, no, all on my mom's side. Oh, all on your mom's this side. This is all on my mom's side. You grew up Catholic? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we also sponsored a bunch of families, uh, which is like a family's coming and they have no connections to the States. So they would stay with us for a couple weeks, wow. sometimes a month. I found out after, like once I was in, I mean... When I say once I was an adult, I'm 39. I found this out two years ago. Because <laughs> um, I was really Yeah. That they would be with us for like a month sometimes. And that was because no one would rent to them. Oh, because they were from... They were immigrants who didn't speak any English and <gasps> stuff like that. And they couldn't... And then, you know, so especially when we lived in the South at the time, she's like... They would try to get this this house, and um, it's like Catholic charities would raise the money to pay for their first few months of rent, you know, and like and people would all still. the money's there. We'd have jobs for everybody for the adults and stuff, and they're like, "They're gonna eat our dogs." It's like, Jesus "Well, they're not Christ. gonna eat." No, it's not gonna. No one's dogs gonna get eaten. Your here. dogs are fine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So so yeah, they they would say, "Oh, this is the kid," you know. We would uh, help the kids with school until you know they'd been in the states for a year, and then they'd help us. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, uh, teach us math teach us anything yeah uh, what are we not learning <laughs> yeah and then so then we're all out of the house we're adults at this point my parents want to adopt one girl they wait now they want to well no no this was in 2002 okay. yeah um i was the youngest okay. aside for you know the youngest on my mom's side okay I, on my uh i had my and my half brother's younger than me but he was my dad's side so i was okay. the youngest once I graduated from college in, they two, were like, in 2002, they were like, let's adopt one girl. We've never had a girl. I did think that was very surprising that they never had girls. Yeah. It, well, so what it is, is it, you know, I mean, girls it, don't get out. it's chance yeah. for some of it. And then with refugees, most girls who are refugees are coming with their families. Okay. And but boys are like, just like, good luck. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. You got a dick figured out. Yeah, it yeah. man up. Yeah, yeah. That's toxic girls, masculinity yeah, built your family. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, girls are not sent out on their own at 10 to try to find their way. Like Oak was, uh, oh man, was he 11 or 12 when wow. um, he was sent out to find his way from Vietnam to Thailand. He was on the East Coast, oh, the Mekong God. Delta, like southeast of the country, uh, a little village called Bak Liu. He had to get from there to Thailand. See, like, there was a guide at first, but then they got arrested. And then he was just alone. And he got out, and they were like, we won't do anything to you if you go back home. That's He's what like, the VC sure said. And, yeah, and then he was like, 
go west. And he just starts going west. He ends up finding people. Takes him a year of like, you know, sleeping in little dugouts and, you know, eating bugs and shit. What and a badass. Ends up making it. Yeah, yeah. And he, he ended up finding a group. Once he got to the um, Cambodian border, shit. he found he, there was a there was like an underground guide and he was the group of I think it was, it was about 10 people. But at this point, the uh, the Khmer Rouge, they Whoa. just want to murder you. It's not like the Viet Cong. The Viet Cong is like this police who I think felt conflicted. That they're that they're like Try, they have a job, but they yeah 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 exactly like you're gonna have some evil people, but I don't think that they generally want to fucking kill kill their countrymen yeah but especially children yeah exactly yeah. but then he said but the Khmer Rouge were brutal and is that Cambodian yeah exactly that's their equivalent of what mm-hmm. border patrol <laughs> no no that's their equivalent their, of it, fucking ISIS. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, that shows what I know. So, so uh, yeah. Is it not the same thing? Yeah. You tell me. Is that their Mounties? No. Is that like their Mount? So they were on the moose. Is that their yeah. like mall security? <laughs> so picture a million Paul Blarts. <laughs> yeah. So they had to uh, navigate the, like the killing fields, which are like the mine fields and stuff oh, like that. Fuck. Mm-hmm. He said, you just walk and you just had to have the confidence. And like someone would be in the front who knew the path, but you know, who knows who if knows they if really, they know, really the know the path. You're going to find out. You just have yeah. to trust them. Yeah. And they would be sleeping at night. Khmer Rouge would be on patrol and they would be in like dugouts and stuff like that. Fuck. Let me ask you. Yeah. yeah. Knowing this. Uh huh. Did it make it hard for you to complain growing up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Of course. Of course. <laughs> like, I had a bad day. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Which is something I didn't even realize until the past few years. That you're like, They're like, I've never complained about anything in my life. And you're like, oh, because I'd sound like a fucking dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're entitled to your pain, Ryan. Well, you um. know, it, uh, <laughs> it's all relative. <laughs> it's like... Look, I know you Truly. got shot at, but this immersion blender is giving me yeah. a real hard time. I am really struggling to yeah. make this pour over coffee. Yeah. <laughs> what about my, that's so funny. I try to do that like in comparison to my brother's like drug addiction with me being like, well, what about me? I'm addicted to food. And it's. It's different, isn't it's it? So it turns out it's different. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 11. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so what happened with the so they're going to adopt a girl. Mm hmm. And um, at this point, my parents are a little older, you know, and yeah. uh, they had to go back through adoption classes. And then you're, you know, doing these like mixers, right? Where it's like family. So they saw this thing on 60 Minutes, Dateline, some shit like that, where they're like girls between, I think it's 11 and 14, have the hardest time finding a home. Oh. So they want to adopt a girl in that age Fucking range. little bitches on their period. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, ah! Oh, God. Like the, the new to tampons? Yeah, like, no. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. I can't deal with this. God. So <laughs> so they were like, uh, um, they're at these like adoption mixer things and um, they uh, kind of gave up because they, they thought that the girls had been so through so much. They're like, they need younger parents with more energy more energy to like attend to like because i'm sure they have so much trauma yeah like so, so they they gave up and then my stepdad was like you know he just like wa- wandered off to the bathroom met this kid who uh like really struck up a nice conversation with him. seemed like a really nice adopted kid adopted a boy and then they found Little out that he, then they then they found out that he had three brothers so they adopted all four of them 
Turns out they'd been through even more than these girls. That's but so we didn't know funny. that at the time. I mean, they still would have done it, I think. But We uh, are giving up on women. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so this was, so then you got like four new mm-hmm. little young brothers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then may I ask, you do it in your bit, but what is the racial breakdown? So it's uh, six, six are black yeah. overall, two Vietnamese, one Chinese, and then I have two white brothers. Wow. Yeah. What a mix. Yeah. Um, and and I'm, I'm Latino, if you guys don't know. If you can't tell by <laughs> just the, the sound of his Sound of my voice and my, voice. and my picture. <laughs> I think it's very obvious. Yeah, Latino, yeah, yeah. If you look at your photo. Um, are there... So growing up... I think this is such a stup- stupid question, but um, the food you ate in your house... Super Vietnamese. Okay. I was wondering if like it leaned towards something. Huge Vietnamese. Well, it was like a Southern and Vietnamese. Yeah. Which is the way it still is. Like at Christmas, you Thanksgiving. You could probably make a badass like fusion restaurant if you wanted. Oh my God. Vietnamese Southern. Fuck yeah. You're right. Yeah. So like normally it'll be say like Thanksgiving, Christmas. Yeah. The main core stuff will just be like American, Southern, you know, or like, you know, which I guess is just americanized french food really yeah and then uh fried chicken <laughs> yeah french french chicken and then uh <laughs> and then uh appetizers and stuff always vietnamese so nothing but vietnamese funny. food yeah that's just so interesting yeah. to me very little chinese food for some um, reason in, oh, but all, tons of vietnamese wow that's... yeah well dong's about to get married though and, I, and maybe and maybe his, his wife maybe what? his wife is gonna throw in some is she chinese yeah oh how'd they meet work he works in well so now he lives in seattle but he goes to china for work all the time and he met her there actually that's so cute yeah he met her in like i want to say they met in taiwan but now she's in shanghai and she's moving here in a couple months oh have you met her yet no 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 she hasn't been to the states yet wow yeah he's just there all the time and does he speak Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, because he was like pretty old anyway when he came over. I mean, he was like twelve or something or thirteen. Okay. Um, but then also he works for a Chinese company. Yeah, yeah I assumed. Yeah, I was like, that's a fucking dumbass question. It's a fucking idiotic question. I know. It's a whole <laughs> podcast though. Where does your family stand on hot sauce? Uh, we're all we love hot sauce. Big hot sauce. We Do you ever have... put it on the deviled eggs? Huh? Do you ever put it on your? I don't actually. I, I, that's interesting. I just brought it up because you have a bit where you mentioned deviled eggs. Yeah, no, I do. Uh, <laughs> I take deviled eggs to another level, dude. I'll I even love... say my deviled eggs are better than my mom's. I'm, uh, really? That's, yeah. What are you doing? Like egg? Well, because mustard, paprika. Most people do vinegar for the acid, and, and mm. I do. I do lemon. Interesting. You throw a little bit of lemon juice in there, and then also chop like fine chop some bacon. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, nice yeah. Level. You can either fine chop it or you can sprinkle some sprinkle just, tiny uh, like f- fine minced uh, on top. Sort of yeah. But I think it's better to make it super fine and uh, mix into the yolk. I, I like cooking. Uh, um, yeah, it sounds like it. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, no hot sauce on the um, on the <laughs> deviled eggs. But yeah, it, it, it's a very hot sauce centric family. Yeah, um, I was wondering. I was like, so many cultures that I feel like dig into hot food. Yeah, yeah. My at my mom's house is probably five to ten kinds of hot sauce. I was at gonna all times. ask if there's like loyalty to one, or if it's like, no, we have to have. It's all over the place. Such an assortment, and it's usually like like small batch things that someone found somewhere when we were kids it was a lot of sriracha before people knew about sriracha oh, you guys were the forefront before anyone called this is the 80s no wow. one no one knew it was it was it was, it was just stuff. called hot sauce yeah, hot it was just sauce. called hot sauce yeah uh, that's 
Yeah. That is truly fascinating. Um, did you ever, was there a certain point that you realized, um, cause I don't know if this is the same for you and if, but I grew up, I didn't have like a, like super multiracial family. My, my stepdad's Jamaican, but he mm-hmm. is like f- for sure presents as a white person. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> it ju- that it's means. like, uh, it's, he's clearly like had, I mean, that sounds so silly. Like Presents. at some point, what? like his mother looks more black than he does. And, but like uh-huh. his, uh, the reading of whoever his father was, he's like a he's white just super man, light but skin. like with sort of like what would, I think would be I gotcha. like black genetic features, like the shape of his like face, like his nose and stuff. And he's got like the curly hair. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, it doesn't look. So he's like second generation. Yeah, Jamaican. yeah. Gotcha. So it's just like the skin got progressively lighter as the years mm-hmm. you know went by with mm-hmm. you know people people mixing and mingling. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I grew up and I had a lot of you know friends of different ethnicities, black friends, whatever. It took me a long time, like till maybe my mid twenties, to really be able to wrap my head around racism because I was like, yeah, yeah. No, no it's one's like, like I'm not like that. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not a thing. Was there a certain point where you realized that, like, or became concerned that your siblings might, you know, have to deal with things that you don't or, like, be treated differently, like, out in society? Oh, yeah, immediately. Um, I mean, I didn't really understand racism, but I saw it early yeah. on. Um, but they, it didn't, they didn't seem to care. Yeah. They just took it as, like, yeah, some people are idiots. Yeah. Um. I and when I say didn't care, you know what I mean. They didn't Words. let it weigh them down. Yeah. They didn't um, like dwell on it. It was just sort of like, yes, yeah, some people are. I mean, and that's yeah, really yeah, yeah. kind of what I chalk it up to too. Is that yeah, it's individually based, and some people are morons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Exactly. So the my first uh, um and just, I mean it's obviously like systemic with all the cops and everything, but like yeah, yeah. And it, so we live in Southern Virginia, like near the um sort of near the North Carolina border, about forty miles north, yeah. maybe. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, when I was in sixth grade, I remember, so this, this is when my mom and stepdad are back together, like yeah. engaged again, and they're going to get married it's in a couple, happening. yeah, they're going to get married in a couple months at this point, aside from a couple years, they've been together since I was a baby essentially. Yeah. And I remember, you know, I had it. Just a girlfriend in sixth grade, which means we'd walk to class together. You yeah. Know? And, and, this is it. <laughs> yeah. And I got a call from one of her friends. They were like, uh, Kim can't talk to you anymore. She's breaking what? up. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, uh, because you were at church and they saw that your stepdad is black and that's not right. What? And I was like, I wasn't hiding the fact that like what that's so weird like i was just so baffled like yeah that you're like wait I, that doesn't even make sense i don't even i don't even understand this whole thing and it, I just, it was just it was just kind of in shock that, yeah. that this would be a a thing that someone and then and then you know when you get older you realize man this poor child was corrupted yeah that's not her innate belief that's no. that was implanted by some real ignorant people yeah for sure yeah and then my brother oak First of all, he was worshipped because of his his uh, soccer ability. Ah, beautiful. Uh, yeah, so he the, it, he was really worshipped in that regard, and he was like the most popular guy in school. That's so funny. Uh, because of that, although he didn't have any, he wasn't an asshole like you would think of. Yeah, like yeah, some popular like the guy. quote popular. Yeah, he, he's it, just yeah. a nice guy who was like Everyone this likes. phenomenal athlete, and um, uh, but. 
around other people. Oh, I, you're not from around here, that kind of thing. And Ugh. and then he he would say, and they were like, "What's your name?" And he would always tell people his name was Terry. <laughs> his, That's my stepdad's name. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> such he, a funny name. Yeah, yeah. He was, I'm, he was, uh, you know, he has a, a relatively strong accent still, and uh, and he would say, you know, my name is Terry, and they're like, "You're not from around here, are you?" And he's like, "No, I'm from Martinsville, which is just some like <laughs> just fucking some town, town down the road." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not from around, God. Yeah, and it's just so loaded, and like rednecks would start shit with him. I remember he so got into stupid. a couple fights on the bus from rednecks trying to bully him and stuff. Ugh. Yeah, it's hard. But uh, yeah, so I I was aware of it, uh, you know, from a pretty young age. I didn't see it. You didn't see anything that like super much. Yeah, like I never heard anyone say the n word. Yeah, or anything like okay. that until I was an adult. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, that's probably good. That's better than not. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that you know, I'm sure it was said in the, you know behind my back a lot. Man. Yeah. Um. Did you all play soccer? Because that's like a full yeah, soccer team. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. We are. Yeah, we got. We even have a sub. <laughs> I know. Um, it's crazy. Like half of us. Maybe, no, a little more than half. Um, four of us Four of us played at a high level. And then a couple at like, uh, you know, decent level. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. High school, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. That's awesome. Um, I'm trying to think... Um, cocoa butter wait <laughs> your joke about this is incredible i was just on the i was on a radio show a couple months ago and a guy just said some subject and he go and he pauses and i said what and he goes do the joke i was like oh what? dude radio setups are the worst i was like what joke are you talking about and he goes your joke about being married i was married and uh, and I was like, which joke, dude? You gotta help act. me. I've got fifteen minutes. And he goes, the thing about the. And I go, all right, man. Um, that's so awkward when you get like a weird setup and you're like, do the oh. joke. The amount of times I've later realized because I've just you know been coffeeed up on morning radio, mm-hmm. being like, oh, and be like, oh, they were trying to set me up to do my joke, and I just <sighs> barreled right through that. Not gonna do it. No, it's so painful. Yeah, let's just talk. Yeah, it's like, it'll be funny. It'll come out. It'll be interesting. We don't yeah. need to... But you saying that... Okay, so you guys can look him up. You can find the joke. Okay, first of all, do you still use cocoa butter lotion? Uh, Daily, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, I, do you use it yeah. multiple times a day? I do morning and night, yeah. Because I have this theory... I timed myself recently, by the way. You timed? I timed myself. What do you mean? Well, uh, I'm dating someone... He was talking about how long it takes to put lotion on in the morning. Oh. And I said, about 45 seconds. That's so funny. And I timed seconds? it. 37 seconds, head to toe. That feel, It feels like that. 37 seconds. Cocoa butter is the secret. How tall are you? That sounds like you're sloppily Six putting one. on the lotion. Absolutely not. I, after, I timed her. I sent her the screenshot. And I said, <laughs> watch me next time. <laughs> Head to, that, inclu- to watch you. that includes face lotion, bam, bam, bam. unscrewing the face lotion, using it, putting it back on. I don't use cocoa butter on the face. Maybe I'm a slow person. And then the cocoa butter, because you do, you got to do both arms at once. At once? That's a great move. You do both at once like this. Cocoa butter is thick. It it, it slathers on Spread. and it, sp- it spreads and soaks. Okay? Uh, you don't, I need cocoa You don't butter. have to keep rubbing it in. It's cocoa butter. You do that, then you go torso. Like this, you do a just do a few torso moves like this. I wish like you this. guys could see this. I'm getting a whole lesson. Then you then you do then you do the lower back, shoulders. Get it all. Then you do the hips, 
or you, you know you do a, you do a pump between each and then you do the hips the legs you fucking out in 37 seconds do you ever worry that if you if someone were to see you butt naked right in the center of your back you just have like an ash patch it could be it could be there <laughs> I have this theory because there's it's a very classic like stereotype that white people age terribly. Mm-hmm. I think it's because none of us learn about love. It's 100% the thing. Yeah. That is like, we're, no, you're just not moisturizing. Yeah, that's all it is. You're, I didn't learn about moisturizer until like my late 20s. And I was like, oh, yeah. this could have helped. People don't moisturize and they don't drink water. No, I know. The fucking difference. Everyone's doing the do. Fu- I mean, I I get it though. The amount. Um, do you do do? Not anymore. Okay. I'm off. I'm off the sauce. <laughs> good, good, good. But I got, and then I tried to give up sugar and was doing like diet Mountain Dew for a while because there's. I do coffee now for my like. Hilarious that you were really you were really a Mountain Dewer. Oh, I mean, in high school, like I think for lunch almost every day I would do a Mountain Dew. And your a Twi- school had Mountain and Dew. And a Twix bar. It was Alaska. I have a picture of me somewhere thrown up against a Mountain Dew machine, just like holding hilarious. it like it's hilarious. The love of my life. Yeah, no, it's we're fucking. I don't think. I mean, maybe they don't now. I don't know if maybe back then, which it wasn't that long ago, but they weren't aware of how truly awful it was. Like, ah, put a soda machine in. Or if they just didn't give a shit. Yeah. But I was playing like three sports at a time. And for lunch, I'd have a Mountain Dew and a Twix bar and be like fucking jacked and good to go. Isn't that weird? I would eat garbage and you'd be fine. If I had a full like 20 ounce of Mountain Dew today i would have to take a week off of everything yeah yeah i i recently <laughs> went over my uh night this is my nightly meal in college by the way at That's least it. four at least four nights a week up to six okay because you could use your meal plan on this stuff okay oh, yeah the meal plan so i was i was a bit of a psycho where i would be at the gym for like three hours right Fuck. just basketball and weightlifting and then, and I would, uh, but I was never, I was like 10 pounds more than I am now, okay. but all muscle. Hey. And, uh, so I would come back and I would, every night I would do a dozen wings, 10 or 12, whichever it was. Jesus Christ. A double bacon cheeseburger. Here we go. <laughs> um, on, there's one. Oh, uh, a personal pan pizza. Fuck. And a 32 ounce, uh, Freshens Oreo smoothie. With a protein powder boost, thirty-two ounce, thirty-two ounce. That's huge. And and it's Oreo ice cream based. Thick as. So fuck. we're talking like probably five, six thousand calories. I mean, every I, night, and I never felt bad after. No, I used to do. What is that? I don't. Is that youth? What is? I guess it's youth metabolism. I used to do, and it's nothing compared to what you just said. I'm I didn't get weight. I mean, no. I would do like two McDoubles and a large fry. Yeah. And eat it all as like a regular thing, and now I'm like, I think that would kill you. It really would. Yeah. But also it's like, I don't know, maybe how much is youth? How much is like, well, if I, would I be a little bit okay if I was working out at that level still? Right, right, right. Because like, boy, have I gotten sedentary. It's yeah, almost Yeah, 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 yeah. No. I keep being like, I'm going <laughs> to do insanity. Uh, <laughs> I am insanity. Wow. Okay. Are there any like weird off the top or like common assumptions or questions you get? From people or from um, do people? Uh, has the weird, ha- the weirdest question I mentioned this in, so, in stand up sometimes is people asking about the racial dynamic. Yeah, and you're like, it's just a family. Yeah, I just yeah yeah. There's no it's so a, you it's guys not a Spike Lee movie. Yeah, was, yeah. So like, no one ever made fun of anyone for their. You guys were never like petty fifteen year old boys like. Yeah, well. I don't even know. No. Anything I say right now would be so terrible. It would be terrible. Yeah, no. No, there's none of that. Like, you, you know, guys never had a dick measuring contest. No, no. 
No, there's no. I had to uh, ask. No, there's no. Uh, you know, like I mean, there, there, you know, like the only things would be like, if you're talking about chitlins, you know, who in the family has eaten chitlins? You know really? what I mean? Yeah. Dong. Uh, <laughs> actually, uh, I think oak, but he doesn't like them. And my brother brought white. No, no, no. Alan, uh, so my, t- so like half of my black brothers like them and half are like, this is that was, fucking disgusting. That was not a household item. My white brother, no. My white <laughs> brothers and I would never eat chitlins. Okay. Scrapple's another question altogether. I'm the what biggest Scrapple, Scrapple fan. Oh, Scrapple? Scrapple. Scrapple. Someone's told me about this recently and I can't remember what it is. Scrapple is made from the parts of the pig that didn't make the cut for hot dogs. Oh. No. But you cook it like sausage and it is amazing. I'm actually afraid of how much I would probably love that based it's on incredible. how much I love hot dogs. Oh my God. If you're ever somewhere that has scrapple, it comes in like a brick, right? Oh. You slice it off like and cook it like a sausage patty. Make it crisp on the outside. A little, uh, you know, still a little tender on the inside. Scrapple. I mean, even the name. The number one, the number two ingredients, snout and hoof. Hoof. <laughs> pork rinds where do you stand on pork rinds uh, i liked them when i was a kid i can't eat them anymore I think th- it I've bothers ne- me i've now. tried to like them out of like yeah just gross assimilation to my friends yeah, yeah, and i'm yeah. like i i don't understand S- sausage i on like the other pork hand. yeah I, yeah um i'm just asking you about foods i'm like chinese food vietnamese food. <laughs> um i mean i don't know if i have any other questions have you ever um has it have you ever brought a you know a, i mean you've been married you've brought someone home to your family <laughs> does your does your whole family ever still get together yeah 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 wow because um, trying to organize a small family yeah. feels hard it, it's a it's a little tough now that everyone um is like married well i'm not anymore but uh, <laughs> you got but like, out like once people are like married and stuff it's hard to figure out what holidays people are gonna be or whatever yeah. but but whenever we're all there it's awesome now it tends to be like, you know, you'll have eight one time and six the next time and 10 the next time. Wow. Every now and then it's all 11 of us, though. Damn. Are yeah. you still Catholic? No. I get it. Only a couple of us are. Really? You guys didn't all give up on God in that house? <laughs> Do you feel like, okay, that many kids? I think all but like, let's see, maybe I have one. I have one brother who goes to mass. I think it's more about his wife than him. That's funny. I think that, and then my brother, one of my brothers may go sometimes, but he's not into like the dogma or like the church itself. Oh, really? He's just more into the philosophy. Okay. Yeah, which is kind of where my parents are now too, but then they still go because they've always gone, you know? It's just part of their routine now. Yeah. 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 I think they're, they're less, they're not that into the institution. Yeah. With all the scandals now. I mean, yeah. it shocks me. That but they do so much charity work. So it's like, yeah, how do you... Hearing that is like, what yeah. a nice light on the Catholic church that you, you don't hear about anymore these days. That yeah. It's just that's, like, why are you getting all them boys? It's like, look at all the boys they saved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they also fed and clothed those boys. <laughs> all right. <laughs> they didn't just f- it's it, you feed you fuck them you clothe them all right yeah you, you know it wasn't all <laughs> bad it was food yeah 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 they got a nice jacket hey you got b- the body of christ and the body of the body father of father f- paul yeah i was gonna be like yeah uh um 
how do you feel about having kids? Having lived with that many children? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, um, I'm kind of in a place where it, if it's right, I'm, I'm down. Do you think you'd want a lot of kids? No. If you had to just, obviously you love your whole family and you love everyone in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if uh, someone well, were to be like, what do you think is like the right amount of kids for well, a, like a, the max amount? Well, okay, look. I think three is probably the three. max. If you like, if you're, if you're, we're talking like, you know, standard your, your, nuclear, your nuclear. Yeah, I would say, I'd say you want to max out at three. Yeah. Look, all right. One is great because then you're having the populate your your population impact yeah, as a like, couple. We did it. Yeah, we're let's everyone just cut down on this yeah. population. It's too much. Truly, um, you run the risk of a crazy uh, only child, which is I thought all only children were nuts. Yeah, and then, then you gems. find out it's not. Yeah, it's not actually the case. It depends on the parents. Yeah, it's it, like yeah dogs. Yeah, yeah. It's like if the yeah exactly if if the parents teach you Do, yeah don't let you hang out with other kids and you're hanging out with adults from the age of three yeah you're gonna be awful you're gonna be fucking terrible yeah but if you're hanging out with your cousins your neighbors and shit like that and you're yeah. socialized you're gonna be good so one sounds good like that and then i think two's probably you're gonna have a good balance three you're still good once it gets to four it's just a lot of it's work for the parents hard to do. yeah it's hard to give everyone the attention they need and mm-hmm. not fucking lose all your yeah. hair yeah and, and and another thing with my my family the whole attention thing uh is people lose sight of that it's like our age span is, is so yeah. wide so it, that it's so makes wide. a difference yeah with the four like yeah. much younger yeah and then yeah my, my oldest brother was born in 72 my youngest brother is 22 good yeah heavens. yeah so so 72 to 97 so you never felt like you were or 96 maybe oh wow is the yeah you never felt like you were not getting like the attention you. No, our parents never missed a game, a concert, anything like that. No, they you would really never. They have a time machine. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah, that's just the product of the age range. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. And you never felt like you had to. And I guess you were at the, you were the end of that shift of children. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like you had to raise anyone or nope. feel like you had to jump in. Mm-mm. All right. Well, this has been very fascinating. Oh, question from uh, one of my listeners let's hear it um how accurate to growing up in a multiracial family do you feel like this is us is have you seen that show <laughs> i haven't even seen it i'm the worst i've only seen one scene it was the worst <laughs> you're like this is terrible i don't know this is not us <laughs> there's this scene where um oh my god you gotta look it up it was like oh uh, it's like a nursery rhyme that the family t- says oh, it, it's like you're the one who somethings i'm the one who no First came, it's like first came something. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta find this. It's gonna, you're gonna vomit on your microphone. Oh huh? my god, I can't even believe it. That's, it's just like next level corny. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna lose a listener from this. Uh, this is us. First came. Oh yeah. Oh god. Here it is. Oh, it's so fucking disgusting. All right, all right. Um. All right. Are you ready for oh, this? Oh, God, yes. And this is an official tweet from the This Is Us account. Dear fucking God. Neither of us are ever going to... Well, I'm definitely not getting a writing job there. Oh, I wouldn't want it. Okay. I mean, they say this They would each- probably want you. <sighs> if, if there's a place you could just shoehorn your way into getting staffed. Uh, here's my thing is I can't pretend I'm enjoying something I don't. No, I that's- would be. I would roll my eyes the entire day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, get fired. I was just saying to someone today that it's like I would rather 
be financially up and down with only stand up waiting on a writing job that I love mm-hmm. than take a writing job that makes me want to blow my head off. Yeah. Anyway, wait, yeah. I, we have to hear this. So these are different people saying it. First came me and dad said, gee. Then came, and, and another person goes, then came me and mom said, we. Oh, for fuck's sake. And then the third one goes, and then came me and they said, that's three. And then all three of them go, big three. Oh, wow. I I just don't understand. Don't you feel bad for the actors, honestly, a little bit? Yeah, they had to sell that. I got this great role. I mean, I've read at some scripts that I'm like, oh, yeah. oh that's. I'm astounded sometimes yeah. at how some actors can actually take stuff that's pretty terrible and make it okay I, i'm sorry if i if i was on a show and the writing was that bad i would tell my family i'm not on a tv show yeah i would never tell anyone that'd be so funny if it right could be the now, biggest show on fucking tv you were the, the star writing of a tv that... show and you just no. never tweet no. about it you never tell anyone no i'm not on tv actually aren't you that guy from no no mm. i would never say those lines that's fucking yeah mm. that's a terrible show that would also just be funny to do if you were like on a show where you were so recognizable. That's oh I've God. always thought that. No, I'm not. It's not me. No, I get that all the time. What's your, you have the same name as the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's isn't that weird? Crazy. Isn't it? Anyway, excuse me. I'm a banker. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for doing this. Uh, it's where my can, pleasure. Where can people find you? You can find me. Uh, on, go to my website. It's ryanconnorcomedy.com. Connor with an E-R. And then I have Don't my forget s- the comedy. Yeah, or else it's hardcore porn. Yeah. Uh, hardcore comedy. Yeah, so I got all kinds of stuff there. Oh, my album. Yes. Check this. Okay, for, okay. and then I'm on Twitter, RC Comedy, Instagram, RyanConnor1. I had to give these different handles because the porn star took Fucking up Ryan Connor. Bitch. Fucking awful. But <laughs> so my album, so, all right. I guess I don't need to give the full background. I've been putting off recording a new thing for a while. For some reason, I just want to stockpile shit. No, I've, I am right there with you. So I pulled all my shit down, and a, and a label is re-releasing uh, my album Live from an Old Prison next week. Hell yes! Yeah, so guys, uh, next Tuesday, that's going to be... When does this come out? Uh, it's like it's supposed to come out in like three weeks <laughs> all right like it's two, out right now two weeks ago um <laughs> go to itunes seriously if like 50 people buy it it goes to number one yeah, yeah. i'll like still that. tweet about it i'm stuff. gonna buy it 50 times you guys will have already seen shit. my tweets about it um um yeah so it's gonna come out it looks I, i'm pretty sure january 14th i gotta double check with them but it's gonna come out january 14th it's called live from an old prison you can buy it there and support me, or you can just stream it like a fucking thief. You cheap motherfuckers. You fucking <laughs> Spotify. But it's good. It's good jokes. It's an album. I, I recorded the album multiple years ago, but the jokes are timeless. Yay. Oh, my God. Well, that's awesome. I will make yeah. sure to share that with everyone. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. All right. Bye, idiots. Bye. There you go. Ryan Connor and his big, diverse family of all boys. Uh, so many women left behind. No, uh, what a fucking cool story. What a great guy. Honestly, just a fun dude. Super funny comedian, so definitely go check out that album. If you like the podcast and you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do that. Give us a rating and a review. I don't know why I say us. I feel like it's for all of us, you know, but it's just me. Share this podcast with your friends because everybody's a little bit ignorant sometimes. (coughs) See? See what I did there? That was ignorant. It was disgusting. Why did I do that to you? I'm so sorry. Am I? Oh, God. Big thank you to 
my League of Extraordinary Idiots on Patreon. John, Craig, Gene, Kathy, Terry. You keep the episodes flowing. I adore you guys. I'm so grateful. Head over to patreon.com slash ignorance is blessed. If you want to get involved in that, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I recommend Instagram at least to see the faces behind all the voices you hear. Um, and then Twitter if you like being disappointed in the lack of tweets. Uh, if you want to, I don't know. What else is there? What have I forgot to tell you guys? Oh, please keep in mind that no guest is or claims to be a representative for every person who has a similar identity. Although I feel like you would struggle to find someone with Ryan's specific background. But uh, he's just one person sharing his own experience and ideas to help us get a peek at how things look from his situated position in the world. If you have additional questions for Ryan or any guest, you have a topic you'd like covered, head over to the Facebook group. Ignorance is hashtag blessed idiots on Facebook. It's a private group, a safe space for ignorance. You can ask ignorant questions. You can suggest guests. It's a discussion place uh, to learn from people with different perspectives and just to have some laughs and hang out with some other people who are fans of this pod. Um, yeah. So other than that, uh, yeah, just keep letting me know what you want to hear. I'll do my best to deliver. That's the best way to let me know. And keep asking questions. The more we ask, the more we learn, the more we know. And the more we know, the more we can look down on others who aren't as smart as we are. And isn't that the point? Thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient with my ignorance. See you soon, idiots. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.